you're going to learn more about how things really work when you look at the 99-yard drive that the team went through to get to the end zone. That, to me, is where the value is, and that's how you learn the struggle that's within and, and sometimes the struggle without. On the outside, when you're looking at those highlight reels constantly, it can plant a bad seed because it makes you think that it's instantaneous. But like you said, Dr. G, they are not telling you about the years of blood and sweat and sacrifice and all of the time that was invested into getting to a point that a highlight reel was actually realistic. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. Here. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom fam. This is Dr. G. This is another episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. And we have an exciting one for you. Today, we have Jason Sircone, and he is going to talk to you about himself and all of the things that he is up to. Take it away, Jason. Hello, Dr. G. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm up to a lot, as always. I'm very big in the podcast space. I'm a podcast branding and guesting strategist. And what that means is I help people make better podcast guest appearances and use those appearances to grow their brand, to establish thought leadership, and ultimately take everything they're doing to the next level. So I, I recently just developed a program for PR agencies so they can work better with their clients to get them booked on shows. So like I said, lots going on, lots happening. And I host my own show called Evolution of Brand. That's a podcast that I do two episodes a week where I'm connecting with entrepreneurs to talk about personal branding. And because I'm a little crazy, I'm going to probably be relaunching my, uh, I had a podcast called Pod Theory that I'm going to be rebranding as Podcast Guesting Simplified. So that may be live as this goes out to the world. It may okay. not be. I'm not putting a date on that, but it's pretty exciting because I really zeroed in on this podcast guesting space and to create a podcast where we can just geek out about it and bring people great information about how to do it the right way. I'm really looking forward to bringing that together. That's a little awesome. bit of what's been happening, at least on the business side of things. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. So now you have to tell us, how did you even get involved in podcasting? Because everybody's path towards podcasting is different. Right. Absolutely. So, always curious. Mine's a little different. I started my first podcast out of spite. Okay. <laughs> I, I will gladly tell that story. I, I tell the story often. It's fun. So back in 2014, I started a craft beer advocacy blog. And okay. the reason I did that was I was in that industry. I, I loved craft beer. I still do. Don't drink it as much as I used to. But back in that time, in that time frame, I was 
discovering that there weren't a lot of voices of advocacy for these great little breweries that were producing this awesome beer. And I wanted to be mm -hmm. one of those voices that told everybody, you need to be drinking this and not the mass produced big brands. So started that blog and it started to take off. And I, met, I also developed an app that would connect people to different events and beer releases and all these different things happening here in Pittsburgh where I'm located and got some partners and from bars and breweries that were excited about it. Thought it was a pretty neat concept. So starting you know, off and running and did this little obnoxious three week countdown to when the app would go live where you could download it and really had some fun with it. And then the day it went live, a gentleman on Twitter started trolling me about how terrible everything I was doing was and, I didn't know what I was talking about and blah, 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 blah. So I was interacting with him because I had never experienced a troll. I didn't know enough to just leave that alone. And right. <laughs> Block not, it. Not, not just ignore it. Right. So we were talking and he was telling me all these things I needed to be doing instead. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, well, I have this planned. My gosh, this thing just went live this morning. You're really asking a lot for the first day. Right. Well, then I went and looked at his profile and he was the host of a beer podcast. So me that and my me and my best friend had been kicking around some ideas about doing a podcast. We just couldn't land on anything concrete right. until I saw that person's profile. So I called my buddy and I said, I've got our idea. We're going to start a beer podcast. We're going to do it better than that guy. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it, well, awesome spoiler it. alert. It, it wasn't. It was nowhere was it? near. We, oh, God, it was a it was a train wreck. We did no planning. We just got some microphones and a cheap mixing board. The first episode we did, we recorded in a noisy bar. Really didn't oh, plan man. out the mission, the the objectives. We just we were going to have a podcast. And nice. I, look, I look back on it with fondness because it got me going. It, it right. got me because yeah. I did radio in college. So I had about a 13-year gap between the end of college to podcasting getting started. And it just rekindled this flame because I loved it. I wanted to run with it. But in the beginning, we nowhere near as good as that guy because we just oh, wow. didn't know what we didn't know. So now I can right. tell people from a place of experience, don't start a podcast out of spite. Oh start it for gosh. the right reasons, because you're not going to accomplish everything, anything, if you don't start it and do it consistently, got to have the right reasons in place. So wow. yeah, it was a, it was a pretty exciting time. Sorry. Yeah, a little interesting, right? Like not a lot of people start a podcast out of spite. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Um, but you know what? It's uh it's good. It was good because it kind of got you back in a mix, you know? And even Absolutely. if you and and actually a really neat thing about that that you shared is that, you know, it just really re it just emphasizes that even if you do it and it bombs, you did it. Right. Which right. most people is that getting started. That's the issue. Right. They just mm -hmm. keep they overthink it. They may like plan and plan and plan for like years and never start. You exactly. know, it's better to start ugly than like never start because <laughs> then you can always well, find things you, know, you can always rebrand. You can always do all these you never things. Know. You, you just keep yeah. getting better and better as you go. Yeah. But you'll never know unless you start. Yeah. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> so you did radio in college. I, it was a campus radio station. It wasn't anything. Yeah, big, but it's but, still radio. But, but um, it was still radio. It was good experience. Yeah. It, it it didn't get too far off of campus. I know that it reached my mom's office, which was a few miles away from campus. So she said they'd okay. always put my show on and listen to it in her oh, office. So awesome. at least I had <laughs> Support. some semblance of a fan base out there, right? But mainly yeah, it was right. just for kids on campus to tune into. But I mean, I really took it as far as I could. I, I had friends that were on the baseball team, so I'd have them come in and we do interviews and I'd play music okay. and do just 
tried to do as much interactive stuff as I possibly could with it. Probably pushed yeah. the envelope a little too far. I know I did get in trouble once for playing a song with too many swear words, but oh, wow. one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it, so, yeah, I mean, I youth. was young, young and stupid, right? <laughs> right <So. youth. laughs> we do all those kind of things. Yes, and we so, do. Oh my gosh. So, so this, the um, situation where you were um, starting a podcast with your friend about a beer that was shortly after college or that was many years. No, that was, away. no, that was probably about, there's like 13 years between the end of college to where we discovered podcasting. And okay, gotcha. I, and I mean, I discovered might be the wrong word because I remember when I bought my first iPod, I remember right. it was a, one of the video iPods and it had a podcast call. Yeah. I said, what the hell is yeah. a podcast? I have no idea what this is. And yeah. then I was at an event in, I believe, 2011. Okay. And there were these guys up on a podium with microphones doing this stuff. And it, I was just like, what, what is this? So I went and talked to them. Like, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, we're doing a podcast. And I said, oh, okay, so that's what's on my iPod. Tell me what a podcast is. So then they nice. told me what it was all about. And I was like, and the one guy who I'm still friends with to this day, he explained it as radio for the internet. And yeah. I said, oh, I like that. That sounds good. And I think there is a little bit of difference between podcasts and internet radio, but yeah, nevertheless, sure. Sure. there are some similarities as well. But yeah. I just knew that this was something I wanted to do. But once I started, I think that was really what told me, yes, this is the place for you. And I just continued to refine the skill set over time and something that a lot of people don't do. And you don't necessarily have to do it the way that I did it, but as I was progressing through, me and my friend, we ran that show as far as we could, okay. and then we shut it down. I started a second show, and about 20 episodes into that, roughly, I decided, you know, I, I do love this, but I, I want to take some time to just get better, and maybe removing myself from the production side and just focusing on what others are doing will help. So I stopped doing that podcast and took about a year and a half to just study other podcasters, listen to radio personalities, watch how newscasters were speaking to the camera. I really wanted to develop this communication skill to where I could mm -hmm. communicate better through this medium. And I didn't plan for a year and a half. That's just, it just happened to be how long it was. And it, it helped a lot because I learned a lot more about having that confident voice, speaking very clearly, enunciating and breathing, which is a big right, yes. factor in speaking speak, as well. Uh... Lots so, slower when you breathe. <laughs> absolutely. So that all came together. And when I launched my next show, it was much more successful. And okay. then that progressed into me helping some other people launch a show. And then when COVID hit, I really leaned into that. Okay. And then I started putting my emphasis on the guesting side and been off to the races ever since. It's fantastic. And so you have to tell us, was there fear involved in you having to shut the show down? First one? Or even starting the second one? Because the first one no, you know, fear, was kind of like fueled by <laughs> adrenaline, right? <laughs> I think so. I, I think there. I, I was probably way too cocky thinking that I was just going to come into it and do it better than this guy who was hundreds of episodes deep. So it wasn't necessarily fear. I, okay. I think well, maybe to a small degree, like I knew it, you know, once we got done with that first episode, I look, I'm like, well, that probably wasn't the greatest thing ever, but I didn't, I wasn't scared to try again. And I know a lot of people will come into this space and get a few episodes in, and then they look at their download numbers and they're not high enough, at least in their opinion, to which my, my, <laughs> that, that whole thing's arbitrary. The whole download metric yes, yes, has nothing to do with your success. 
but too many podcasters get fixated on that and they walk away far too soon, never Mm -hmm. fully discovering if their show could have had that big breakthrough. Mm -hmm. And I knew that we weren't going to conquer the world within a few episodes. I knew we needed to get better at what we were doing. So I was committed to doing just that. And I think over time, as things got better, I, I knew that I was on the right path. I would think, you know, if anything, if we want to speak about fear in that time mm. frame, it was the make it was making that full transition into podcasting full time. Okay. Because I, I had a pretty good business going in with the beer industry stuff that I was doing. But when COVID hit, Ooh. everything changed. Because yes, yes. I, I would I was helping several of the breweries here get their products placed at bottle shops and bars and restaurants and things like that and doing some light marketing things of that nature and when everything shut down i had to get incredibly creative with how i was going to stay afloat and work with them right but i was also doing this podcasting stuff on the side and i was like i was like this is really where i want to be and mm-hmm. it just you know, it was by coincidence that it, i hit age 40 at the beginning of 2020 and wow. i started to look Everything I was doing, saying, how long can I really do this? Right. Do I really want to be doing beer runs into my 50s and 60s? Right. And the answer was no. And I knew podcasting was where I wanted to focus my attention. And then the universe forced my hand and made me go at it a little bit sooner than I was thinking. So to to make that transition and, and, and remove all of those things that were working well to go in another direction, that scared me a little bit. But you got to face that fear and, and harness it. If, if you can't face down those fears, you're, you're going to be stuck in neutral. And I just, I knew I did not want to be stuck there. Wow. Hey, it's Dr. G. And I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing how like um, your circumstance can just like push you in a direction. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> because I mean, nobody expected what happened in 2020 to happen. Nobody like it was, mm-hmm. you know, and then it, it, I, I, I say this and it's, it's such, so interesting to me. I mean, I would have to say that the people that come on the show, they're self-selected to be self-motivated people. Right. I mean, in general. And so it doesn't surprise me that everybody who I talk to tells me that they either had some major breakthrough in their business during COVID time, or they had some major personal development breakthrough, but it's always like they see the wall or they see the, 
the stumbling block as an opportunity versus like as a stop, you know? And mm -hmm. so I love it. I love hearing the stories like that. I love that you said, okay, well, you know, now I am, now my hand is forced to pursue this and it's telling me this is the way to go. And so that's incredible. And thank you for sharing that. And also thank you for sharing that you had great fear in pursuing that still. Like, even though things were pointing that way, you you were afraid, but it didn't stop you from doing it, which I think yeah. is the piece that affects people. Um, they'll see the thing and all of the signs will say, this is where you need to be and where you need to go. But they will let the fact that it may not work out or whatever the stupid fear is, you know, that comes through, like, cause it's always like something that's not real. Right. And like, you're like, Oh, I'm going to fail. Okay. But so what if you fail? That's not, that's not the end of things. That could be a lesson to make you be better for the next trial, you know, but yeah. in our minds, we tell us, tell ourselves that, you know, this thing is going to kill us when it's not. <laughs> so yeah. kudos to you for going for it despite the fear, because that's the thing I think that stops a lot of people from pursuing, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I, I don't know when it happens in our lives that we become afraid to fail because you think about when you're a, a child or even lower than that, when you're a toddler, when you're an infant, you don't come out of the womb running. Right. You are stationary for a long period of time. Then you start to figure out that you can move around and then you roll over. Then you army crawl. Then you finally pull yourself up and you walk. But when you're doing that, you fall a bunch of times. A lot. <laughs> trying to figure and 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 at that point, everybody looks at you and you're, it's expected. You're expected yes. to fall and you're yes. expected to pull yourself up. And they're like, oh, it's so cute. He's trying to walk. But right. now you become an adult and failure we, we, we try to run from it as fast as we possibly can, not realizing that if we let things happen and if negatives come up, there's learning experiences built into that that's going to make us wiser the next day. But we're, we're, we so often put up that guard to where yes. we don't want to experience that pain so we don't grow. Right. We stay stuck in neutral, as I said before. And then we don't take those positive steps forward. So... I can see how fear holds people back. And if it is because failure could come into play, that's something you have to make peace with right now. Failure is okay. Mm -hmm. As long as you learn something from it and you use it to get better in your next attempt. That's how all golfers do it. You know, I've been golfing since I was seven years old and not every shot that I hit is perfect, nor is any golfers, but right. they don't hit a bad shot <laughs> into the water and say, well, we're done here. I'm never playing golf right. again. You're like, okay, well, I need to aim a little bit more to the left, or I need right, to roll my right. wrist or whatever. Like you, you start to think about how you miss, messed up that shot and what you need to do to improve so you can make a good shot the next time you swing. It's something it's it's a mindset you have to apply to everything, not yes. just small things. So if you are an athlete or if you are doing something that's on the uh hobby side, or even if you're doing it professionally, you know that repetition and practice helps you get incrementally better. You have to apply that to your life as well. And that will help you overcome the fears that hold you back. And in some cases prevent you from even getting started. Wow. That's good. That is a great pair, great pearl to share. Thank you for doing that. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that's, that's so true. And so many things, and it's funny because we're, um, 
I, I love that you mentioned sports because, you know, that's the thing that uh, teaching young athletes in particular, like, for example, we have three young athletes in our, in our household and, mm. you know, they just think that they need to be perfect, like out the gate. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> like, you cannot think this because, yeah. you know, the people that you see that are top of the, the sport hours thousands tens of thousands of hours of practice of failing of getting back up of trying and trying again it didn't just happen like it's yeah. nobody is born even the people who are prodigies aren't born perfect in the thing Absolutely. that they're good at so it, i love that i love that you said that because um uh it's definitely something that we have to be reminded of because oftentimes if we just think why am i not at this place yet like why haven't i arrived there well i mean everybody's path is different number one and number two you have no idea what goes on behind closed doors for that person you're just seeing yeah. the highlights right and yes. so you cannot go by just the highlights because the highlights usually uh in you know behind the scenes there's a lot of hard work a lot of a lot of toil and trouble <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah, Anybody no, that listens good. to my podcast knows that my, the way that I always sum that up is you can enjoy the touchdown celebration, but you're going to learn more about how things really work when you look at the 99-yard drive that the team went through to get to the end zone. That, to me, is where the value is, and that's how you learn the struggle that's within and, and sometimes the struggle without. On the outside – when you're looking at those highlight reels constantly, it can plant a bad seed because it makes you think that it's instantaneous. But like you said, Dr. G, they are not telling you about the years of blood and sweat and sacrifice and all of the time that was invested into getting to a point that a highlight reel was actually realistic. Right, right. And, and, and we can't get hung up on those types of things. And that's why when you see somebody's highlight reel, you can applaud them. You can appreciate them. You can try to emulate them, but don't just emulate the highlight reel, emulate the work ethic that they put into it, because exactly. that's what's going to drive you to get to that point. And like you said, the athletes of today that are trying to get there immediately with no practice, with no effort, tell them the story of Michael Jordan getting cut from his freshman oh, basketball yeah. Oh, team. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Michael Jordan, right? Yeah. We all know who that is. So Goat. it's... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I know people will debate that, but I'm going with number 23 all day, every day. But there is this mindset in the world today that everything is going to be delivered without hard work. And I think we see it in business as well. I know I see it in yes. podcasting. There's all, there's oh, that yes. shiny object syndrome that you look at this and you say, oh my God, that's going to get me there faster. But getting there faster is going to cost you a lot in development because you're costing yourself time to get better at your craft, to nice. discover your confident voice, to become a better communicator. And I think overall in business, when you're trying to take those shortcuts, you cost yourself fundamental skills that are yes. going to serve as your foundation. And in doing that, you're not going to be the most well-rounded person and more than likely fall short in the long run with everything you're trying to accomplish. So true. Wow. Yeah, no, that's that's uh that's a good uh good synopsis. I love it, love it. And so now you have to tell us, Jason, um, about how people can reach out to you if they're looking to get some guidance with their 
appearances and you know with their shows etc best place to start go to enhanceyourauthority.com and on that page it, it gives you access to a free guide that i put together it's called the absolute guide to authority enhancement and really what that is is a podcast guesting tips and strategies book it's it, i mean it's not a book it's a pdf and really helps you understand the foundations of what needs to happen to maximize podcast guest appearances and I take a more holistic approach to the process as I don't want to just say it's showing up to speak. It's not just coming to a podcast to talk for a few minutes. There's a lot that you can capitalize on if you approach it rooted in value and you understand that you're not just there to speak for a few minutes. You're there to provide value and impact the audience and build a relationship with the person you're collaborating with. So that guide is a good place to start. And that'll redirect you to my website so you can learn more from me. Awesome. 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 And so now we are at that point in the show where we have a tradition. Are you ready for the tradition? I think. Yep. Okay, cool. I am ready. Cool. 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 All right. Here we go. So the first one is if I am fearless, I will. I will not stop until I reach the goals that I have set for myself. Nice. Nice. The next one is to me, fearless freedom means. The ability to live my life without fearing what's in, uh, what's in front of me or what is in the unknown that I may experience as I move forward down my path. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And then last but not least, my battle cry is. You have to get up every morning with determination if you're going to go to bed with satisfaction. Oh, that's quote, great. Which is a quote from the great George Horace Lorimer, but I've pretty much adopted that as my mantra each and every day. Oh, that's that's good. It's practical. That's good. I like it. I like it a lot. I'll tell everybody again, the website for reaching you. Start with enhanceyourauthority.com. Or if you want to jump right to my website, jasonsircone.com, either way is going to connect you with me. And I look forward to connecting with anybody that wants to have a conversation. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much for spending time with us here at the Fearless Freedom Tribe. We appreciate you, Jason. And I hope that you have an incredible, incredible day. Thanks for having me, Dr. G. It was a great time.